Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yeah, yo, yeah, yo. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the Yonko Table. That's right. That's the voice of Grandmaster Hoop. You here? I am taking the reins of this episode, but of course, with me there is always my fellow Yonko, Doctor Jace, attorney. Doctor Jace, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I am excited to speak on the movie that is taking the world by storm in positive and negative ways, and. <laughs> I'm I'm hyped. I'm hyped here to talk about this movie uh, in the MCU, which I don't think you mentioned what it is I, yet. I haven't what yet. I, I did that on purpose. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, no, no, no. I'll go ahead and mention it now. We are deep diving the newest, the 26th film in the MCU, Eternals, Marvel's Eternals. And boy, oh boy, we'll have a lot to talk about. And I'm sure it could be pretty divisive. But, you know, what's a Yonko Table podcast recording without fellow supernovas joining the table today so up first we have dr rika dr rika how are you doing this morning i'm well a little tired but i'm excited to to talk about the film like you said it was a bit divisive so i'm sure there will be plenty for us to to speak on i'm sure i'm sure and if you want to ever mediate some of this go ahead (laughs) and do so okay up next we got toasty toasty how are you doing today uh, you know what it is. Always tired, but I'm doing great this morning. Excited to dig- talk about this movie, which I thought was pretty good. Well, okay, but whatever. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. There goes one. I think. Okay. <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Rem- I'm gonna wait until uh, we get into it to say whose side I'm on. But uh, last but not least, we have Tevin the Fifth. Tevin the Fifth. It's been a while. How you doing? I'm pretty good. Happy to be here again. Um. Angelina Jolie is a superstar, but let's can't let's let's carry on. Let's carry on. Let's carry on. I'm ready. I'm already ready. rolling the dice. I like. It. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Right. Right. Mega I mean, star. Superstar. Huge. My, big. <laughs> my background adds to that uh, notion right there. I, I I have to agree with that. But you know, we'll get we'll get to her. I think we have a couple of bullet points. Uh, you know, covering Angelina Jolie's greatness. But um, yeah. Let's let's go ahead and kick things off. You know, this is the 26th film in the MCU and here we are 26 films in and you know we did our MCU tier list last week and it's crazy that this is the first film to fall below 60% it is currently at a 48% uh, that's quite the drastic drop for an MCU film I was I mean 
that's why I went to go see the movie myself. And I don't think it necessarily falls in that rating. I think they're being a little harsh on the film. But this film is not without flaw. And we will get into what it did well and what it could have did better at. But I definitely don't agree with this uh, 48%. Uh, does anybody else agree with the 48? Or are we, you know, after seeing the film, we got a better take on the film versus what the critics are saying. Are they just absurd? Is this an absurd rating? I think that's too low of a rating. Um, I don't think it's in that area. The movie has flaws. Um, I'm, I'm more, I'm leaning more towards, uh, I guess I'm kind of in the gray area with you, but I'm more towards like the negative side, but there were aspects of the movie that I did like, and I think that it did do well. Um, I feel like a lot of these people have not really seen a 40% movie or <laughs> like a movie of that caliber, but in my opinion, no, this movie was not that bad. It had problems, but you know not it wasn't that terrible i concur i yeah uh 40 i can't tell you a 40 percent movie but the only thing that comes to mind is like baby geniuses or super baby geniuses too that sounds like a 40 percent movie this is not baby geniuses not at all far from it um but yeah let's go ahead and flesh out our thoughts i mean here's the basic story uh i was not familiar with the eternals prior to this film uh, Celestials created the Eternals to battle the deviants across the universe and their biggest rule you can't interfere with human conflict and uh, of course we are met with the eternal conflict of what happens when you fall for your assignment you're not supposed to fall for the assignment they fell in love with the earth they want to protect the earth there's no more deviants so they stay they're waiting to go home and we see them battle with that notion of should we stick to our duty or can we create our own path? And I think that's the underlying theme that goes throughout the movie. But Deviants come back and now this film turns into, let's get the band back together. Deviants are here. We got to do this. And uh, naturally other things unfold, which we can get into. But as far as the MCU film, this one definitely deviates from the formula in mind not am i correct about that i felt this film was original as far as its storytelling goes and very different in its own right and i think that's something that worked for the film but how did y'all feel about the overall story let's talk about this story uh, i guess i could go first um i thought the story was interesting at first uh it did get a little bit boring in the middle but it was all over the place it felt like they didn't know what they were going for until they were done filming the movie and that was my biggest issue like overall like it was an enjoyable movie but i don't know it felt like there were multiple people writing the script and they just smash everything together and pick what the best thing was overall if that makes sense i think that makes yeah. perfect sense because yeah. i do feel they were all over the place a lot right during no, this story there, there were definitely, especially in the first act, there were just pockets, at least for me, um, where I was just bored. Um, I, I kind of wanted the ball to get rolling. I liked the characters where they were being established, like where they were in life whenever we got to them. But I felt like certain scenes kind of dragged out uh, a, a little too long for my taste. Then something would happen. And I'm like, okay, now the ball's rolling, but, but then the ball would stop again. And then it would kind of have to reset itself. Um, 
I think it really didn't kick into high gear until like halfway through its second act. And then once it started getting into the third act, it, that was kind of a mess by itself. But that was, you know, every everyone was fighting at that point, right? But um, yeah, I, I, I do agree that there there was originality with the way they told this story um, for the Eternals. My problem is with the execution. Um, I felt like it had good ideas. I liked the ideas. I just wish they were executed um, better. Some some were actually done pretty well. Uh, like, you know, there were characters I walked out of here and I'm like, I, I really like this guy. I actually want to see him again. Or, or this girl, I mean, Thena. <laughs> I, I, Thena didn't get a lot to do, but what she had, I, I, I liked it. I liked what she did. Um, but yeah, I, I, I guess that's going into the characters. So we'll, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, overall, um, film just needed to be executed a little bit better. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I think it feels like there are like two or three different movies happening in one. And I'm sure we'll talk about like pacing and, and I guess we're talking about it now, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, we're talking about it now, yeah. Okay, you, excellent. That's, um, that's the biggest issue, I think, yeah. I agree. I think that's also the biggest issue is like just pacing and organization. Because um, like I said, I think it's <clears throat> like multiple movies in one, but also the when you describe just the basic story, as I believe that makes sense, watching it happen and watching it kind of unfold, I was like, okay, now I'm confused. Because it did very much, it was like speed track through a couple things and then slow down for a couple things. And I think it needed to pick whether it wanted to be like traditional Marvel where things kind of move relatively quickly or if it wanted to be kind of earnest, like Chloe Zhao's overall film where it takes its time and it unpacks and it really gets you connected to characters. I think it was trying to do both at the same time and it didn't feel like all of it worked. Some of it did because I walked out, you know, similar to Jace, like feeling a connection to certain characters. So clearly something was working, but other things weren't because I also felt like kind of confused at certain points. Like, what are we doing? What, what time is it? We're now in present. Oh, okay. Now we're introducing. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, so I think a, a lot of what I, I made a little list of things that I enjoyed and things I didn't enjoy. I think a lot of what I said was like, this is interesting, like interesting characters, an interesting idea, like the ethical dilemmas, like basically the trolley problem was kind of being like played out in front of us, but with like cosmic people instead of, you know, a trolley and humans. Uh, well, I guess humans are involved, but regardless, yeah, I think there were a lot of really interesting and intriguing ideas, but I'm not quite sure similarly to Jason Ethan's um, or Hoop said uh, that they were executed well. Um, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, no, Tevin. No, go ahead. Tevin, go ahead. Go no, no. slay, Tevin. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I actually, I didn't really have a big problem with the story for real, for real. Um, it, it's, it's a Marvel movie and like nothing can be worse than Thor in my mind. So it's like- Thor 1 specifically? Or, or just more so, than, more so than anything, but I kind of group them together, but more so. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't really, like, I don't really know a lot about uh, internals. So it didn't really bother me. The only thing I didn't like is that, is that when they gave us the information, it was like no information, no information. And then she goes and sees the guy and you get all the information thrown at you at one time. And then the story just goes on. I, it's like, I hate exposition. Like, yeah, yeah. I also, like oh, 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 also, and it's like, I don't like these movies. 
you know the movie that starts with like the words coming the down. The opening crawl. It has. Oh, oh, I yeah. hate it. It's I garbage. Hate, I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> but, I hate yeah. that. You, wait, you hate it, but you like Star Wars films, don't you? It like only it? works in Star Wars. It only yeah. works in Star <laughs> Wars as the text crawl. How to do opening crawls. It, it Star Wars the only one because they do it properly and they were they were the OG. Yeah. They were the OG. And, and, I, and I can get behind I, it. Because I, I, I think for the casual viewer who do, does not know Eternals, that opening crawl, I I appreciated that more than a arrest arrest him this is your true purpose but no it made no sense because they drop a bunch of names but you had no idea what the character were they were dropping Correct. like olympia yeah. eternal like, celestial a, like, a sherm whatever the prince was named i was like who is that <laughs> and i was waiting for him to appear in the entire movie i'm like where is that guy because i heard about a prince before and he didn't show up to halfway to the movie he was the guy at the celestial in red right Yes, yes. Uh -oh. yes. Right. you have to think about it. That's an issue. <laughs> um, no, I, I I agree. Oh, part of my viewing experience was kind of like ruined in that segment because that's when like some couple came in and they just started flashing their cell phone light to try and find where to sit, and everyone was like, "Are you serious? Like, what what's going on?" <laughs> and and so I'm like, I kind of went cross-eyed. One eye is <laughs> looking at the light. One eye is looking at the paragraph on screen. And I just, I was like, I'm not, I, I have no idea what I just read. I remember the last paragraph. It's, they're fighting deviants. There I was like, go. I've literally only seen this work twice in Star Wars and in Power Rangers, the first movie. Other than that, oh I, 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 I was like, can we please just get this movie? And it was so much text and it was so long. It was like three paragraphs worth of like, I'm like, okay, let's just go. But other than that, no, the story, I mean, I didn't really get the, I got the gist of it all. I didn't really get like, like she made a very good point. It tonally, it didn't know if it wanted to be very intimate and, and earnest, as you said, versus like Marvel movie, let's just go. So I, I that's a very good point. I felt that, but for me, eh, it, it did enough. It did enough. It did, it did enough, but go, go ahead, Ethan, I'm sorry. I mean. Oh, no, no, you, this is great. This is great. Cause now that you mentioned, you know, and I would give the movie a 75. I give it an even 75% for me. But. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, already in the scores. Oh. Yeah, let's see if that'll change through the rest of this. Um, there was a lot of exposition dump. But one thing throughout the story that I did not like, because again, I, I <laughs> call you're going to call me silly, but I thought this movie played out like the Country Bears. Have you ever seen the Country Bears? They had to go and recruit everybody. And every time they recruited somebody, they said, you know, uh, Country Bear Hall is about to be tearing down. Hey, Ajax dead. We got to go. <laughs> the TV answer back. Everybody got their own little Ajax dead moment flashback to whatever the heck was going on before. And yes, it dragged out at a lot of those parts. And it was just like, oh, it was just annoying because they did it with everybody. They did everybody. Everyone. I did not need Kingo's Bollywood dance scene, though. It was no, cool. I it disagree. Was cool. I like that. It was cool. Yeah. But we didn't need it. Yes, we did. I, I think we did. I, I disagree. I think we did. I think we did. That was that was probably the one point in the movie where I was genuinely smiling, like enjoying what I was watching on screen. I'm like, yo, this guy, he, he really got a connection with humans. He's in Bollywood. He uh he has generations of movies of <laughs> his own generation, his own like generation down the line. I thought you're right, it wasn't needed because it it I guess overall it doesn't add too much to the overall it. plot, but 
If we're going to go into each person's life and where what they're doing in the present day, his was probably the most entertaining for me. I can agree with that, but it overstayed its welcome. You know, it overstayed. There's 10 of these people they have to go get. And every everyone had it like an extended recruitment scene and it made the film drag and then it would flash back which one i actually really like a lot of those flashback scenes uh yes i think uh those were actually kind of done right however they were they weren't interwoven as a flashback i believe should and Right, flashbacks overstay. They they overstay their welcome too. And like Dr. Rika said, it gets confusing. You get confused. You're jumping back and forth from 5000 BC to present day, and you know, ah, it was uh, it was too much. It was too much. Like I would have appreciated. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm going in too much. No, like no, the flashback it, were not that good. Like the main issue I have with the flashback is. Whenever they jumped around, they didn't tell you how they got from point A to point B. It started, oh, okay, they were in Mesopotamia. Then they were in Babylon. Okay, how do you go from this place to this place <laughs> to Egypt? I mean, to India, to uh, Central America. It doesn't make sense. They didn't show their journey like in the past, which is why it would have helped us understand why the characters were so friendly with each other, or why they were friends. They didn't show us any background information on them, which kind of sucks. Oh, I didn't think about that. We didn't get a lot of those relationship building in the past. Only the president. Honestly, I don't even know why Icarus was in love with Cersei. I have no idea why. I don't know where that came from. It just, when they were gazing out at the stars in the beginning. And he tried speaking some language. And that was it. No, no, no. And when they were on the ship. Remember when they were on the ship? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. At that point, they were locked in. They they already knew. I, I, I guess, I guess. They did have within the flashbacks, they had some of their interaction and there was conversation. I mean, we didn't know all the details, but it didn't just come out of nowhere in terms of like the present day. Like there were more interactions between the two of them. Whether they were effective is, you know, a question uh, to be had. I, I just wanted to pose a question to you all though. Like, how would you feel if this was like, a 10 episode like series where each character um, got their own episode the entire uh movie this was playing in the back of my mind i think i would have preferred this as a tv show i i i think it deserved that because then it kind of tackles what grandmaster was saying about um the you know how the flashbacks were interwoven i think if we got like a flashback like just one every episode to shed some light on some of these characters and how they got from one place to another, I think that would alleviate a lot of those problems. Um, it, it reminds me of like something Euphoria does, if any of you all have seen it, but like HBO, each episode is like focused on, relatively focused on a character. Now the plot keeps moving and they weave in that specific character with how it relates to the overall like arcing plot. But like there is, more of a focus in on that specific character per episode so that you kind of understand motives and like how do they connect to other people that's already been discussed as well as people that are, are to come and that was something I was thinking afterwards I was like you know it would, it would have been interesting if you start with say like Cersei and then it moves through and then you have the opportunity to really unpack like who a person is who they were in the past who they are in the present and then how 
they're being recruited and what's the importance of them kind of getting back in the fray things. Um, so that was something that I, I thought of as far as like some of the pacing and even kind of plot holes that kept coming up that would at least help me feel a little bit less confused, but also maybe more satisfied with how each character was used because there's 10 people and I'm sure we'll get into like how some folks had had more time than others, uh, which yeah, for people that I really connected to and I was like, oh, but I only got you for like 10 minutes of two hours and 47 minutes or 37 minutes, however long it is. Um, 37. Okay, it was 37, mm -hmm. I think it was some kind of seven, but you know, I think a series would have allowed me to, to have some some more of that connection to people that I, I think I like, but I'm not quite sure because they weren't there for all that long, so. Right, Gilgamesh was awesome and we got him for like, ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. I, his I pie can... scene was beautiful. I love his pie scene. Oh, Ajax dead drops the pie. <laughs> he drops the pie. The, the, the comedic timing was beautiful. I liked it. The I audience was confused. They, they were like laughing at first, and then they're like, "Oh wait, I shouldn't laugh." <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I got a question: Was your audience entertained during the movie? Like, were people laughing through, through your movie? Um, yeah, hundred percent. Sporadically, yeah, a little bit. But if you like, want to talk about the comedy, I think there was. They, I don't think a lot of those jokes landed. Okay, okay, okay. I, I, am I? Yeah, it didn't really have. I know Black Panther is like a little extreme, but just follow me. My, my audience didn't really have that Black Panther effect throughout this movie. Like the punchlines were coming, and people were just like, "I gave some petty laughs. I gave a lot of petty laughs. laughs. Like, oh, I see you're trying to be funny. Let me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha. They, but they didn't. Mostly didn't work for me. Same. Um, and and I, I think. think Oh, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and I think that's part of like the tonal issue mm -hmm. is it does feel like there was a movie and then somebody later on realized, oh, this is supposed to be a Marvel movie. So we need like some punchlines. <laughs> and I think based off of what we've seen in Dune, that's not what people going to see Marvel movies are expecting, but like you could just not be funny and like tell a good story. Right. And the audience will respond like at you. You could do it, and if they were already taking the risk anyway, so I think there there could have been, I don't know, if humorous but like lighter moments. But I don't think you had to shoehorn in the, the punchlines just to fit the Marvel movie kind of formula because you were already going off the tracks with the formula. So I think that was something that I was like, oh damn, you didn't you didn't have to do that. Like you, you didn't just, have to do it. You, you could have just. I really enjoyed like the earnest like interpersonal relationship like emotional ethical like what do i do what do we do parts and i think kind of throwing a joke in there didn't really help me yeah there was literally one thing i absolutely hated about this movie and i can't wait to even talk about it because i know somebody's gonna bring it up i, I okay don't oh, forget I, it okay let's talk about it. we can because we're talking about overall story so okay. yeah, happened in the can story right so. can we do it right now yeah, sure. Yeah, go ahead. I turned into a middle-aged white woman when they put that sex scene on that TV. On that, on that, on that <laughs> oh my god! And I am not prude. I swear to God. But as soon as it happened, I swear I grabbed my chest. Okay, I Karen. I was like, no. I seriously like the children. What, what about, about the children? <laughs> and I. And. And I get the point that they were trying to make, you know, got to make this a regular, you know, I mean, 
you know, people gotta get used to this. Like, this is what happens in stories and yada yada storytelling. But like, it wasn't earned. It happened like 15 minutes into the movie. I was like, I don't even know these people. They on the first date. <laughs> on the first date. Too. On the first day, right? <laughs> Cersei, come on. <laughs> and then it wasn't like a a quick like it just oh like it just lingered. I don't know why it bothered me so much, but it just lingered just like just three seconds just too long like i i felt and this feels weird to me to say but like i felt very uncomfortable the, the, the whole time it happened i was really like <laughs> I, I i will say my theater felt uncomfortable um, they did I, they they've made some noises not the noises on screen but <laughs> they made some no. noises i'm like okay those are disapproving noises. i didn't ask for this i do not need this i did this is not where i come to my my Marvel movie for it, and I'm, I swear I'm not approved, but it was just like, it wait, was, you it, think it, that's it, bad? Huh? Wait, next to me there was uh, this couple, and they had their teenage son in between them. Oh, and the those minute are the that best scene popped out, I heard the mom make a comment, and the kid was just like this the entire time. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, bless his poor heart. Oh <laughs> like, man, he didn't know. He thought he was walking into a Marvel movie. <laughs> my dude, they thought wrong. I honestly didn't think much of the sex scene. Um, I like, I forgot it was a Marvel movie and that they probably couldn't do these types of things. Um, but I was like, I was just like, oh, that's cool. That's okay. Maybe if it happened at the, at the end of the movie, after I got to know the end of the movie. No, towards the end, after I got to know Cersei. Uh, and, okay. and oh, back. you just have a problem with when it happened with the character. But as a whole. Yeah, yeah I just, I, I mean, I think I would have had a problem if it, that, that same exact scene. I think if it would have happened regardless, I probably would have been like a little, mm. but because it wasn't like earned to me, like until like if it, if it came out of some struggle, they don't fight, people don't die. And then they have one night before the, you know, the grand battle's about to happen and it happens. I'm like, okay, cool. Like it was like 10 minutes into the movie. He was, she was like, go get her, go live your life. And next thing you know, they hunching on top of a mountain. And I'm just like, what is going <laughs> See, uh, now I, I, I beg you the question, do other Marvel characters deserve a sex scene? Would we have loved to see Steve Rogers and Peggy Carter? Oh my God! Would we have like, wanted that? Did we want that? Like, we did. We we don't. Only we do. Well, I mean, we, we, we did have one in Iron Man when you know Pepper was uh, sticking was her hand, word. sticking uh, her hand in uh, the uh, in his uh, <laughs> his chest hole. <laughs> Here's the thing about Marvel. There's actually a really good article about this. Marvel Mooney. Like they're not horny, they're not thirsty, they're not, they're very sexless. Mm -hmm. Like if you watch old Hollywood movies, there's a, an air that like people are wanting to have sex. And as we've moved into like more modern eras, and I think Marvel is partially responsible for this, we have people that look like wonderful human beings. Mm -hmm. We got the muscles, we got the pecs, we got the abs, we're showing those. And, you know, every so often Natasha has, you know, her V-neck situation going on, but overall they're very much lacking in thirstiness. Yeah. And so I thought like the scene was also like, I was like, I'm not feeling this. I'm not, and it's not that I disapprove, but like, I'm not, this is, this is not like intimate. This is not because like traditionally you haven't been mm -hmm. like there, there's a, a distinct lack uh, of just horniness in movies in general, but especially in Marvel movies. So to kind of stick it in, like, I don't know if it was quite working. 
Yeah. The way you wanted it to work. And these people are attractive. Like I got a list of all the people I think are attractive in this movie. Oh, she has it right there. I do. I do. And frankly, you know, Gemma and Richard are at the top because they are attractive people, but I wasn't, I wasn't quite feeling the chemistry. I actually think two other characters had better, three of them. Actually, there were two separate Mm -hmm. relationships that had better chemistry than the two. Absolutely. And so one was platonic and one felt kind of more intimate, potentially romantic. So that's yeah, it. I just, it, it's interesting that, that that's what they chose to do. Like, I'm all for risk taking, but like Marvel, you're traditionally really, you're not as thirsty as, as you make the people look to be. Yeah. You choose super attractive people, but like, then there's this distinct lack of, of intimacy and potential sex. So, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> They would eventually get there, Marvel, them dipping their toes in these sex scenes. Maybe we'll get more. Maybe we'll see some of our favorites hook up. No, Who knows? No, uh, of, of course. A nice, passionate kiss, a longing kiss, and press on. I don't, I, mm, like, this ain't Titans. Like, this isn't Titans. Like, we don't, we don't, we don't, <laughs> we don't need nudity and, and all this stuff in the Marvel movies. We just don't. There's just no point. There's no, there's literally no point. When you got different directors, they're gonna want to do different Total things. Total shifts. So, like, like, I don't know. This was this like PG 13 or something? It's PG 13. You can have sex scenes in PG 13 movies. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I think this this feels like a good segue. I'm taking a job over. Um, oh, to <laughs> the relationships that felt like they weren't, like, for at least for me, I'm not gonna talk for y'all but that felt more like intimate and intimate doesn't necessarily have to mean like physical um interactions or sex or anything like that but like specifically at least for me uh Athena and Gilgamesh loved loved their like platonic friendship supporting empathy etc that interaction something you protected Yes. And then frankly, I thought the little side scenes that my girl Makari and Druig had, they had my... their own. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. They yes. had like these little baby scenes where you mm-hmm. saw in the background that like, wait a minute, they got something there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there There's is something chemistry. going on. And I and like Druig a lot. I really, you know what? We stand by Irish Prince in this household. <laughs> yes. Druig. Druid, the mind guy. Um, So I think they actually did have these, and I even, you know, I preferred Cersei with with Dane. I think that interaction worked better than Icarus did. Did not like Icarus. He felt stiff as hell. And we'll talk about him in a moment, I'm sure. Literally, literally, what? (laughs) What we got going on, but regardless, I think they actually did have more, like these relationships that you really could feel, the intimacy and just the care. Um, and like, I felt connected to that and seeing, seeing right. that. I think, I think there's a couple of characters who were easily, you can invest in them and others one kind they kind of get, just got lost in the sauce. Like I do like Makari a lot, but her present dayness was very short. You have Aww. no idea what she was doing for the last couple hundred years. And yeah, she was just was in so the ship. Sad. Apparently. Yeah. It was like kind of sad. Right. Right. Free her. Right, like, what are you doing? Just locked up in this ship for a hundred years, but um, don't buy it. Yeah, Athena and Gilgamesh. I thought I think they make you really care about that relationship right there. They did very well. Um, <laughs> Icarus, yeah, I guess he was kind of wooden, but that's because he's doing his job. He's he's the only one that cares 
about the job. I guess all these years on earth did nothing for him. He does not care one bit. Which, I mean, that begs the question. He was the only one that we didn't get an explanation on what he was doing. Yes, hundreds you know? of Where'd years. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Like, I get why he left, but what were you doing <laughs> in all this time? Flying and around, just flying around, just blasting you know, people with his eyes. Blast. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I, I, everyone else aside from, um, I forgot her name, Makari, right? Makari. 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 Everyone else aside from Makari, they kind of integrated into human society, but in, in, in some way, some more than others. But yeah, just Icarus was MIA. We, we, we don't know what he was doing this entire time. Uh, that's just well, we know he was left alone with his thoughts about the celestial being born and how nobody cares about their job so i guess we're to believe that he being alone drove him to like i gotta finish the mission the job screw these people it's possible that he was hiding up in alaska because when he bought ajac there right where they he were mentioned that he noticed that the deviant were coming out of the ice so it's possible that he was in the area because they, I don't think in the movie they ever show us a scene where the deviant killed the oil refinery workers. No, they, they did just not. Told, not no. Yeah, we just told that by him. So we have to assume he was up in the mountain somewhere just chilling, which is kind of stupid. But yeah, whatever. I mean, somebody was stuck in the ship for 200 years reading a book. So you can expect much more from that. Yeah. Yeah, I think... So what's interesting about Icarus, uh, I guess getting, we're now moving into characters. Yeah, we're in characters. <laughs> okay, like, oh, excellent. Word. I just I want to, to be respectful of your outline. <laughs> well, that, that's just for my thoughts. Well, we, we can go all over the place. Well, I think, like I said, my preference is Cersei and Dane compared to like Icarus and Cersei. I did find him, I think I want it more because I did find him intriguing as far as like, like this is what indoctrination does. Like when you hear a specific idea and this is what you're being fed and this is what you internalize about, you know, how you see the world. And a lot of people are very rigid in that and being shown something else can be very uncomfortable or people become very defensive or just very against that. And I think we saw that play out certainly to an extreme level because most of the time people don't have, you know, superpowers, but yeah, I think similar to you all, I, I would have wanted more information, which is why, again, I'm just going to keep plugging the importance that like a series would have had because we could have had more time to kind of unpack him because I think it was interesting that, um, you know, despite his connection with Cersei, there is just this, this stronghold on like, this is our mission, we have to stick to it, because this is what I was taught. And this is all I know. And, you know, moving outside of those lines is like, like, seemingly impossible so i did find him interesting i think certainly i found the, the powers and like the the fights near the end i'm sure we'll get to act three like some of that was, was pretty cool too but yeah i think they could have given him a little bit more richard madden is super talented and he he can he we saw scenes in which we saw some of that come out or at least let me not say we we i saw scenes in which i did see some of that displayed i don't want to speak for y'all but yeah i just we could have had a little you could have given him a little bit more do you so. think his betrayal is kind of marvel trying to switch up their characters and pull a fast one on you you know someone uh, oh sorry no i'm trying to think of i find it similar to like uh 
like the, like when they pro, pose Mysterio as a as a hero, you know, uh, uh-huh. kind of kind of they uh, the fake out. This is kind of like a like you know, Icarus is not a villain in the comics, but here he is. Right. They made him a villain. Well, villainess. I will say I was listening to a different podcast uh, about Eternals, and so I'm not going to take credit for this idea, but it was intriguing to me. Is it seems like they wanted to cause some type of suspense. Um, however, what they posed, which I thought was interesting, is like, what if the audience knew ahead of time, like that Icarus was the person, and we saw things play out and this tension rise because we know that he's off, that he did something bad, but the cast or like the characters don't know, rather than all of us finding out at the same time. Because I think they were trying to cause a tension or a conflict but we're really focused in it. I think there was a, an element of like, we want to be secretive about this, but I found it intriguing that idea that they posed that like, if we knew ahead of time, like earlier in the movie that he was a bad person um, and the, the characters, so we're seeing him interact with these characters, like, okay, what the fuck's gonna happen? Like lying to their face. Yes, rather yeah. than all of us at the same time realizing like, oh damn, like, or we that found out- a more interesting film. You know, we found out like slightly before they did, but regardless, yeah, I think there was an attempt to try to cause some tension between them that, you know, maybe didn't complete, was it fully realized, which is maybe my biggest complaint about the, the film is there are a lot of really interesting ideas that I'm on board for that, you know, the execution maybe didn't, didn't live up to, to some of what I really needed to fully fully invest right because if we at least knew what he was doing in these hundred years it wouldn't be so unbelievable that out of the 10 of them he is the only one in five thousand years who did not find any you know compassion for humanity but we don't know what he was doing right. so it just seems like you know he's he was in a camp in alaska like right like just sitting said. there being like the mission the mission the mission the mission <laughs> the mission the, the mission um, do we have favorite Eternals out of this group, or did anybody yes. stand? I think we know the Athena stands. I I talked to Tevin yesterday. I know he's Athena stand, but uh, I was mentioning Druig. I thought his internal conflict. You know, I can control all these minds, and I'm told not to, you know, interfere, and I have to watch them, you know, commit genocide. That was very powerful. I, I, I like, like that. How I didn't I didn't know he's the probably the character. Got that got the least amount of promo, but I ended up walking away. He was one of my favorite ones to watch. And that was very intriguing thought. Uh or did any eternal not do it for you? Like, do we have some non? I did not like Sprite. Sprite. I'm gonna throw that out there. Yeah. I hate Sprite. Sprite. Yeah. I, Sprite was not for me. I mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't. Um <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, Sprite, uh I will say the characters I, I did like. I, I'm gonna start on a positive. Um I loved Kingo. You already know this. I, I loved Kingo. I love Kingo. Wait, which one was that? The Indian uh, guy. Kumail Nanjani's okay. character. Yeah, I loved his character. And I also like Fastos. Um I like Fastos. Mainly because I I, I have a I have a bias towards uh Paperboy. Paperboy. Gotta <laughs> make that paperboy. <laughs> I I like I like I mean every time I see that guy, I always just play that song in my head. So I already have a bias towards liking him and i like the way he was in this <laughs> i like the way he was in this movie um questionable decisions with, with everyone um but those were definitely the two standouts I, I i did like druig um 
I liked his uh, his conflict that he had with you know his powers and not being able to do anything to help society. Um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, we should do like an Eternals tier list. <laughs> like, <laughs> who? I mean, oh man, I don't think anyone's an S, but definitely Sprite. Sprite's at the bottom. I, I, like and I I just I am not I am not a fan of. Oh, I'm in love with him, so I gotta go follow him. You haven't seen him in like 500 years. And he's a different person now. He's a, like, he literally told you, I'm going to that kill- That he killed your mother. Family. He killed your mother and I'm going to kill everyone else if they interfere. Oh, but right. I love you. I love you. I'm going right. to you. you want to follow a psycho, right. Let's see the biggest pull away from this was they never show that she was in love with him, even in the flashbacks. There was zero sign of that at any moment. The only sign we got it is when the best eternal, the Indian guy, told her, hey, you're Tinkerbell. That was it. And that's when I realized, that's, oh. You know, the Tinkerbell and Peter Pan. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. She's Tinkerbell because she's small and she's not going to get the attention of Icarus. Funny. But, like, apart from that, there was zero interaction. So It, it had to be told to you. Yeah, but that that's the issue. See it. That's an issue for me. No, I, I, I agree. Yeah. Y'all really like Kingo. Yes, he was hilarious. I, he, okay, his decision was at the I'm end. Sure, I hated it. I didn't like. I could but not stand. At the same time, I think there were decisions with practically all the characters that I strongly disagreed with. Because I'm like, is that really in character? Would you really do that? So with Kingo, I agree that decision at the. I mean, what decision he made? He chose um, not to be in the conflict. Not, not to, to be in the conflict. Not to try to stop Icarus, and not to try. To fight to his stop family. the celestial from coming. Right, because he doesn't want to just... fight his family. And I mean, I understand. And see, here's here's the thing, kind of what we were saying before. I like the idea that there's one per person on here that has a conflict where they agree with, I guess, the villain's side in a way, but they are not just gonna up, you know, take up arms and start slaughtering their family over it. So I like that idea, but I did not buy this guy who was in Bollywood. Probably the guy that's most ingrained in human society with the whole cast is just willing to say, I'm not taking part of this conflict. I'm going to go back to uh, India and let the world die in a, a couple uh, weeks and uh, in a week or so. I, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. Like the guy, the guy has the most to gain from human society. He has enjoyed human society the most. Uh, that being said, he was funny. I I, I liked his really? scenes. I liked That's his what Hollywood happened. scene. That's what happened. He was so funny, and they realized that they made his character too amazing. They had to lower it so he can match the rest of the garbage <laughs> that that he was assisting. So like, oh, we messed up. This guy is too amazing. People are gonna like him too much. Let's just lower his character and put him on the same level as everybody else. So that's what they did. I didn't like his pea shooters. <laughs> Yes. I, I like the concept. I just didn't like how. I felt like it wasn't that powerful. It wasn't that powerful in the grand scheme of. <laughs> because essentially, it's the same as the laser eyes, right? I imagine that's the same energy. It's the same energy that comes yeah. out of there, but the laser eyes were doing damage like no other. You know, they needed um, Kingo for Thanos. Thanos would have went down. And no, yeah. Anymore. You think so? I think so. hundred percent. Pew, if that pew. was my power, I would be so upset. This, <laughs> this girl got oh, 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 when Gilgamesh he 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 pimp slapped um what's your girl uh 
Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Who, oh, Athena? Oh. When he punched Athena? Yeah, that was nice. Knocked her out. <laughs> oh, okay. That, that was good. I like Very that. nice. That cool. But, um, no, for me, Ajax was the worst. I feel like... Um, underutilized. Like, underutilized. Yes. Well, very underutilized. They lied to us. In the marketing, they lied they to us. I wanted to see Salma Hayek be a superhero. And she was a mom the whole time. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Even if... Even when they did give us that one little fight scene with her and um Athena. Uh she just yeah, yeah. on Athena. Yeah. Like they should have gave us a little bit more light. So I could have saw, you know, looked in her face while she had her two moments of fight scene time. And now I could have been like, yeah, do that, Selma Hayek. And next time she's dead. I was like, The way she went out was BS too. Yeah, I, said, <laughs> I just watched a whole Selma Hayek interview on Hot Wings yesterday. And <laughs> I did not, you know, this is Desperado, you know, this is like, this is, you know, you know what I'm saying? The way, same way I feel like, um, the same thing I feel about Angelina Jolie, I can arguably say I feel that way about Selma Hayek. Like, it's Selma Hayek, and y'all got her being an internal, and y'all got her just... She's a mom. Well, for someone who doesn't have powers that are, you know, offensive, you would think you pick up a skill to better defend yourself. You you're know? the prime eternal. You're the leader. You're the leader, yeah. Like, that doesn't mean you're the strongest, but... Sprite, Sprite has a knife. You know, I guess Sprite has some knife skills. And I feel but, like they underuse her powers, too. Like, in my mind, I thought it would be more so, like, low-key type things. I mean, not like... She was doing Loki-ish stuff. With, with the mirages and illusions. I, I, I feel like she did... She could have done more, probably. Yeah, they could have been a little bit more clever with her powers. Uh, yeah. But outside of that, but everything else, I, everybody else, I wanted more Gilgamesh. I think I'm by, I just wanted more Gilgamesh and, and, and Thena, mostly. I ain't gonna lie to you. But everybody else was cool. I think, um, what's his name? Fastos? Fastos. Fastos. You know, the whole time I understood what his powers were, but I didn't really know what they were. So when you got to see it visually, when he, um, Put the, the chains and the ropes. Uh, Icarus. Thing, oh God! Flying yeah. in. I was like, that is such a dope ass. I don't know. I don't know if he got like. He's the most powerful. He's a it, techno pad. You call that a techno? Oh pad. wow, that was amazing. That was an amazing little. Sequence, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah. I got. I got. They lied to me. That's all. They lied. To me. I'm sorry. <laughs> they did. No, it's true. It's sorry. true. I'm sorry they did you like that. Yeah, I so. Pretty much everyone you've already mentioned. Like, I really like Druig. I really like Cersei. I know we haven't maybe spent as much time kind of discussing her. Uh, she was she was the main <laughs> character, pretty much. She was the main um, character. And I think part of me really appreciates that they just had somebody who was, like, emotional and really connected and, and wanting to kind of build up. Um, these relationships, and I think we, we certainly saw that happen. I, I liked her progression of just like what her powers were, and then as she gained more power and more confidence in herself, um, I liked seeing that. Um, but I really like Druig, I really like Bastos as well. Um, and just my girl Makari, the ended scene, I know they didn't give her a lot to do, but what she did, what she had to do for her man, because that, that's what I'm a, you know, Go ahead and categorize it as she did what needed to be done. Like she really know what his ass. Now I know she she didn't succeed fully in the end. She However, she, she went in. She did. I'm, I'm very silver we deserve right there. I'll be honest. Yeah. The few times she you know she was laying it in, and I was like, period, period. Go ahead. So that's why we stand. Just 
<laughs> just a couple minutes towards the end. Like, so I really did appreciate that. But I think for, for people that had more time, I liked the kind of the dilemma that Druid was going through. I, I liked Phaestos. Uh, I'm not quite sure I enjoyed or felt it was appropriate. The Hiroshima kind of oh, throw that in was a little again. Jarring. Yeah, and one of those tonal issues, like, damn. Right. Like, okay. Um, it's a little overkill. It's kind of overkill. Yeah, I'm not quite sure I agree with. Wait, that that he participated in that, or yeah, like okay. the the idea was he had contributed to the advancement of technology so much that he was relatively responsible for the you know a new right. It was technology. a domino effect. You you, you give that, a man just... a, a steam engine and it just eventually progresses to yeah atom like, bomb. Nah. <laughs> but um, outside of that, I, I really did actually appreciate him. And I like seeing the fight near the end. And I really think that the, the you know, Act 3 did showcase a lot of the powers that maybe we were wanting to see a little earlier in the film or didn't get the chance to see earlier in the film. Um, so I, I liked being able to see Bastos, uh, you know, throw down. I hope the Flash was taking notes. Oh. Um. It did oh, look good. Look, it looked, the it speed looked, looked really good. There were other things I had some issues with. I think one of Athena's first scenes, like you can tell in CGI. Okay. Oh yeah. There, that first deviant fight. Yeah, yeah. where the like, that ain't Angelina. Yeah. That ain't her. Who who that yeah. man? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but the speed yeah. was well done, I feel. Speed the was speed, cool. Yeah. So yeah, it was. Just wanna point out does this film suffer from the villain problem that we see in a lot of films because the deviants were supposed to be the main antagonist and there was the one who i guess his name is crow crow uh, he's the one that killed ajak killed gilgamesh um i don't know i felt the deviants were weird in this film because did, did they did they find out the truth too did they ever find out the truth i, I think they did they should have because they implied that when they absorbed the um you know the the essence oh. i guess of them they were inheriting some of their memories and so that that's how i understood it at least which but then it begs the, oh my god the deviants were just so weird in this movie i i didn't like the designs of the deviants i felt like they were just typical cgi CG, fodder cg fodder monsters you could pick and cherry throw them into any other type of fantasy movie and right you won't tell the difference Honestly, they reminded me of Ultron, the main villain. Him starting to get smart, smarter and trying to beat up the villain. The way he acted, it just reminded me of Ultron. He kind of got the... that complex going on because, yeah he, yeah, he did start getting, you know, more intelligent. Um, you know, once I think once he absorbed uh, Gilgamesh, that's yeah, when that's the part. Yeah, that, yeah, that's when he became more human. And I yeah. thought they were going to do something interesting with him because now he's intelligent. Well, if he knew the truth too, why is he out here still trying to kill the Eternals when it's technically not their fault? It, it well, because he your anger should be directed at arrest. Pettiness, pettiness. Right. It, it didn't make sense because I think they were trying to show that he was willing to team up with the Eternals because he did come in to fight Icarus um, in the final act, and then when he went when he fought Icarus a little bit, I think Gilgamesh like slapped him down or something, and and I think Druig asked. Why are you helping Icarus? And he's like, "Oh, we we can't let this guy absorb Icarus because then you know we're gonna have worse problems on our hand." But 
I just didn't buy it either. I felt like if this guy's getting more intelligent, he's gonna strategize a bit more into trying to figure out, okay, I should be working with these guys to stop all this, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> this destruction with the celestial. And then once all that is taken care of, then I handle them at the end. You know, right? Because at that point, everyone's they're realizing we're just pawns in these celestials' games. You know, but oh, man, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't buying the deviants either. They haven't seen that big of a threat. There's only three of them. There <laughs> was know? only three. <laughs> I felt like none of their powers really did anything against them. You know, like I felt no impact. Even even like when you first saw them, like in the very beginning, when they're supposed to be stronger than the deviants in like Mesopotamia. Some of those attacks, I don't know. I, I just wasn't buying them. Like I felt like, I don't know. I, I don't know. The the deviants were just were, were not for me. They were not for me at all. Yeah, I think that was something I was kind of chewing on. Is what felt. There feels like there's not quite a like a traditional like here is the big bad. Like I think I've alluded to like it felt the ethical dilemma was more of the focus of like. Do we allow the celestial to emerge and kill like 8 billion people for the sake of then creating all these other universes, planets, beings, etc.? Um, or do we stop him and save these 8 billion, but all those other universes and other planets and other beings aren't created? And so then as a result of like that bigger question that doesn't quite have a right answer, uh, frankly, leads to then other celestials like trying to create these pawns, which are the Eternals and the Deviants that then are like interacting with each other. So it didn't quite feel like, it just felt like it, almost an unanswerable question was the villain in a sense. Like there wasn't quite like, we watch Shang-Chi and we see like a representation of who the, you know, the villain is in this case, or we watched Black Widow and we knew exactly who the big bad was. In this case, it felt similarly to almost what DC has tried to do is like this deconstruction of what a hero is and also a deconstruction of who a villain is because all the folks in this movie thought they were in the right. And if you really break down some of it, there's not quite like the exact right answer because, there's okay. A, a conflict. Yeah, because I, I mean, me as a human, I would like to, to live so that right, everyone is saying earth please however <laughs> i think if i am an eternal I, I see where maybe some of that conflict came because it's like oh like but we create all the rest of this so like i guess we let them die because we got a couple other universes on the way like what are we so i think that it felt like the the, the conflict was that ethical dilemma more so than like a big bad but they tried to position it that way to hide some of that until the end so you saw the deviance because i got a mark in a movie but yeah i'm not and again i'm not opposed to that i'm not quite sure where i yeah oh. uh, that's what i got for for me i think it worked um it, I, I didn't need a big for this for this movie i didn't really need a big bag um i feel like for me the stakes were high enough where, where everything was emerging out of the ground and stuff like that. Like that was, that was enough for me. I was holding my breath the whole time. Like that, it, it, visually it looks so nice to just watch that stuff happen. I didn't really need a big bag. For me, the issue comes with the deviants. Granted, that's, that's a good point that you could put them in any kind of movie 
and like you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Like, oh, this, this you is wouldn't. Like, like, they could have been Percy Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was thinking of honestly, Percy Jackson. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good point. But big, I think, I think the issue just really just lies with that last. And I like the fight scenes. I were I wasn't really so. It was just more so when he came that last time. And I, in my mind, it was always been Athena's destiny to take this thing down. I was okay with that. But when it just happened, it was just like, that's it. Yeah, it was, it was over. That was it. That was it. He didn't absorb two more powers and, you know, get it, kill Icarus. I'd rather him, I would have rather the deviant kill Icarus than them go into the sun, than him go, gone into the sun or wherever he did. He flew into the oh, sun. God, Icarus. Oh, the the po the poetry. How poetic! Yes, Icarus, Icarus flew too close oh, to the sun. Oh, is that I what that, that was? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. 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 Oh, yes. Come on. Hello. His name is Icarus, and she was like, "Oh, that's just a story we made up in Greece." Athena, Athena, like I guess moved Athens along, and that's why they named it Athena. Yeah. You didn't right. pick up those? You didn't pick those? No, I, no, 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 those. I just didn't get Icarus. It just didn't click until... Oh, just, my God. Maybe like, it was the K. It was the K. It was the K that threw you off because it's usually I-C-A instead of I-K-A. That's why. Well, they, they're all, like, named Cersei. Huh? Wow. Oh, okay. So I, I did like um, how they... Because this is kind of um, the opposite of, from what I understand, the Eternals are in the comics. Uh, the Eternals kind of helped um, kind of start humanity in a way in the comics from what i understand but in here their their presence kind of influenced them as they trudged along so like you know athena you know she's the one that got that whole thing with you know uh of greece going along um there was someone else in here um, um gilgamesh epic of gilgamesh Mesh, gilgamesh is literally gilgamesh. named after gilgamesh right right so i thought i thought that was cool i thought that was kind of cool that they that their names and stories influenced human history in some way like they started those legends like Icarus. which it would it reminded me of a lot of the watchmen because that was kind of the watchman's deal you know the watchmen mm -hmm. were at uh pivotal points in history changing the tides except this film the eternals are just uh you know nothing's changed the watchman done shook up everything like they right. sent Dr. Manhattan to Vietnam, so we won Vietnam because he's out here just blasting everybody. Um, I don't understand. I really want to throw up in my mouth right now. Why? Because of the poetry of Icarus. He, he's so shocked at how oh genius, how genius <laughs> that was. I didn't what think he needed to do that, though. If they, if they were going to kill him anyway, he could, he should have just went to the Deviant, and then that could have been your your a bigger bad. Be like, what? That, that's like... That poor, that like, ew, he, oh my he couldn't that? live with the fact that he was going to betray Cersei. He couldn't live with that fact. Exactly. I, I didn't buy that at the end. He yeah. loved to kill himself. Do that, so am I. I didn't buy it either. I didn't buy it either. He may have not. He may not have loved humanity, but he loved that girl, and he was going to kill her. And he said, "What have I done?" He had his "What if I? What have I done?" moment. Time to be poetic. Real Watch quick. Like he had never thought he got was probably gonna kill her up to, up until that point. Like I just killed, like I might just have to kill her to make sure this stuff happens. Like that never crossed his mind before that moment. Yes, but I'm sorry. Well, funny enough, uh, I watched it with my roommate Jaylene. She said she noticed that Icarus was uh, probably gonna come out and be the bad uh, yeah. from the get. Yeah, the whole thing. He was low key very jealous of Cersei the whole film, for yeah. Cersei being the leader. You know. Uh, and being in love with Kit Harrington. 
I love that scene with Jon Snow and Rob Stark. Come on, that was nice. That that's fan service right there. What they, was it? What was the scene again? They just like, like the, near the they, beginning. Yeah, at the very beginning, they just kind of like shook hands. Oh, I, I thought they said something. And they said something. I can't remember. Yeah, it was just cool because that's the re reunion we never got on Game of Thrones because, you know, right? they died. Well, he died. But I did I, forget to mention. Oh, uh, yes, do it. I was just going to mention one of the characters we didn't mention, which is Kuran. The, oh. the guy with the camera. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Another do reason it. why I like Kingo. Do I like saying. him? We did. He was fine. Yeah, oh, I yes. liked him. He was, he was doing his best. He had his cameras ready. He, he, was, he got off the scene. He was very pure. He was very. But was pure. it too so much? Pure. Was it too much? No. No, it was not. I I love the that comedy bit. The comedy. I would do I would the go, comedy. I would go as far as say he was actually necessary. Like he was the one of the only human interactions they really had. Like he, like Dane was in the beginning, but he was relatively consistent, and that was really right. sweet when. They were saying goodbye, you know, him thanking them. And he was, he was so, yeah, it was very pure. It was, uh, <laughs> we, we got Fastos's family too. I like them a lot better than Quran. I don't know. It wasn't they, the I, same I, thing. Foreign comedy bit. I liked, I liked Fastos. Um, I, I didn't like his decision either, where he was really like adamant about not helping them to save the world, even though he has this family that right, he didn't want to protect. Sense. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, so whatever. You eventually decided to to go help them, but yeah. Other than that, I I love Fastos. I liked I liked his little family thing going on. I liked the thing at the end where like they were almost considering Athena to be like a, a babysitter okay. in a way. <laughs> I'm like, no, all those all those privileges are revoked. So I I thought that was funny. I I like that. Um, but yeah, uh, Fastos and, and Kingo for the win. Yeah. Well, for sure. Real quick, we gotta mention this. Fastos, the first openly gay Marvel hero right. character. Right. Um, did they do a good job? I mean, not that they need to do a good... I mean, there's not like a checkbox you're supposed to do with, when introducing these types of things. But it, it felt natural, right? Mm -hmm. it, it didn't feel, I thought it was fine, yeah. Right, it was fine, right. Yeah, it did, yeah. They, they didn't really do anything that um, made it seem like they were trying to push something, which exactly. a, lot, a lot of these scenes, when they incorporate this, they you get that feeling in a way like they, they kind of just shoehorned it in just to check a box like you said this one just felt natural it was there that was his life and uh this is what he's fighting for move on next scene <laughs> you know yes i'm glad the rest of the eternals are open about you know yeah they didn't even care they didn't even question it they, they, they didn't look at him and be like oh a fastos oh right. <laughs> you know like they just they're like oh okay he has a family yeah. They've also been on, you know, the Earth for like seven thousand years. So yeah. I'm sure they they've seen a variety of interactions. They with should. Them. I bet. I, bet. Um, I think I feel the same way about Makari as well. As far as just like, yeah, people use sign language, and that's how we communicate. And we wait a minute forward. now. Wait a minute now. What? How the hell are they using ASL in seven thousand BC? Asking the real questions. Who taught well, ASL? 5,000 BC, America is not even there. How you got American Sign Language? So I have no answer for that. All I was going to say is I think in what we're talking about, just like the, just that people are different. The natural, have, yes. Yeah, where it wasn't like, oh, this specific person, um, you know, is is gay. And so we need the pride flags in the background. And his whole entire storyline has to be about him being gay, which is like what Hollywood does like 97% of the time. 
Uh, and it's like, me being a queer person, I don't live my life and, and tell every single person, like, I have to let you know every single facet of my identity in this way. It's just like, yeah, I'm queer, okay, I move, my, you know, I move on and, and do the things I need to do in my life. And that's a facet of me, but that's the, not the only part of me. And so I appreciated them um, being able to do that, that he has his family, here's his husband, here's his kid. Uh, and then they come back near the end. And I feel like they did the same as far as Makari is concerned. Like, yeah, she's a sign language. She communicates with her, her, her partners, her, her friends, her family, et cetera. And this is just how it is. Uh, Cause that's how it's like in, in families and whatnot. So I, I did appreciate that. It was just like, yeah, this is life because people are diverse and people are, you know, have different experiences. So I appreciated that. Yeah, I would very much like to see more diverse casting in the future. What were you thing, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was saying, what were you saying? Oh, one thing that would have been cool is if at the beginning she did have difficulty communicating with the family and later on they learn American Sign Language, they could have used that as a backstory instead of her sitting in the ship. She could have been the person that invented American Sign Language. Oh, They could have done that. Ooh, this is a lost opportunity. Oh, yes. Okay. Because they said that she stayed in the room, I mean, in the building for two, three hundred years. She was obviously defective in a way compared to the rest where she couldn't speak. But they could have used that to say, oh, she actually did something and overcame her weakness. They decided not to do anything with her story, which sucks. No, yeah, I, I felt like she was the most, uh, the least believable um, in terms of... Uh, where she was during all this time. I just didn't buy that she was stuck on a ship for a couple hundred years, just reading books and just mellowing and, <laughs> and just like, it, it's I didn't buy it. That's all that, that she was doing, you know, it's lazy. It was lazy, it was lazy. I, I was waiting for her too. I'm like, okay, we we, we got Druid, we got, um, we, we got Icarus, we got Cersei. Okay, we're, we're going down the list. Where's this last one? And then she's on the ship. Oh, how convenient, there you are. There, there, that's where you've been the last couple centuries. I don't know. She I could have been running track, winning gold, like you know, like in uh, Incredibles, like second place, second Se place. Oh, that's right. That's could have right. been doing that, but seven thousand years is a very long time. Like, right, it is a long, time. a long time. Like, wow, what were you guys? It is. I agree. Yeah. So I think we covered the story. We talked about the action, the characters, what really didn't work. Let's kind of move on to a, probably like our final topic. Let's just talk about what's in store for the future. We we have this film. It is overall divisive. Um, will we see more original films like this in the future? And they laid out some pieces on the chessboard. I don't know if you all found out who that voice was at the very end. Okay, everybody found I it. I didn't like how it was oh, handled. Seven, shift the guy oh, seven. Devin didn't know who that voice was at the end. The voice. Wait, do, do you know the scene that we're talking about? Yeah, the credits at the end. Yeah. Who was, who, who, who was it? That's Blade. Marshala. Blade. No, it's not. It's it Blade. is. No, it's not. Screams. Chloe Zhao confirms it. You see, you see, yes. look, look, yeah. this, this reaction from Tevin is, is, is why I wish this scene was done better because. Oh, that's him. Come on. It, yeah, what? what? Is, okay, I needed to be. I didn't recognize his voice. I didn't either. Most people didn't. I, I, that's I, an I, issue. I heard it and I'm like, that's not him. I was like, that's who the heck him. is talking? 
Who's talking? The thing with this end credit scene, at least with most MCU end credit scenes, you're supposed to leave with like something, like with anticipate, like ah, like, like like Erica is saying, like you know, you're screaming or you're excited or you want to know what's gonna happen next. That's what end credit scenes do in Marvel movies. When they showed Kit Harrington about to touch the sword, if they had ended it right there. I think that would have been enough because then people would just be like, oh, okay, there's some magical sword with Kit Harrington's character. Okay, that'll be interesting. Um, but then they have that, that his voice, Ali's voice at the end, the entire theater, every, I heard like three to four different puns. Right. Like, right. No one knew what to say. And I, I was like, oh man. If only, if only they knew, because that's a hype. That's hype. I'm excited that, also, that it's going to be played. Did you know before? I, I, when I heard his voice, because Ali's like one of my favorite actors, yeah. uh -huh. <laughs> like he's like, I, I love the guy. So when I heard his voice, I didn't know it was him initially, but there was only one other person that I thought like, could it be him? I don't know. Let me see. And then I was literally on my phone in the theater checking. I'm like, oh, wow. It is him. <laughs> that is his voice. And I'm like, but why didn't you do why yeah, didn't you like um, show him, you know, or I read they would did it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I mean, that's, that's basically it. Like the, the thing is they were banking on the voice being recognizable and, and that's the problem, you know, like if you heard Robert Downey Jr.'s voice, I think people would hear and be like, oh, wow. I, was that Iron Man? Iron Man's coming back. Oh my God. But we have like 10 years with Iron Man. That's we the had main 10, difference. We had years with Iron Man. We recognize. Well, I've just seen many Mahershala performances his voice he could change and throw his voice and do a bunch of different voices a lot so whatever voice he's got going for his interpretation of blade i didn't recognize it so. and this makes me upset this makes me really upset let me tell you why this makes me upset why does it make you upset Tevin? why yes tell us more. i did not give a fuck about harry styles at all <laughs> like, oh I, we're going back to that credit scene hey, no i did I'm sorry. Who was I'm Harry kidding. Styles? Who was Harry Styles? One Direction. That's Harry Styles. No, no, no. I mean, like in the in the credit scene. Who He's was Eros? Eros. He did look good in costume. He did. It did little to nothing for me. I would have rather they would have did that with Mars. Like, like, <laughs> like <laughs> this is Marshall Ali. Like, like, like the fact that we couldn't even tell that it was actually his voice that even makes it even worse. Like that makes it even. This is Blade. This is the second coming of Blade, Blade. as Marshall. Like, are y'all serious? Like, this I, is iconic, man. Blade. People under really underplay no, Blade. No, yes, because they they yes. they usually go to when you hear, oh, what was the first successful Marvel movie? People will throw out Spider Man or X Men. That's the go to. No, Blade, Blade was Blade. in 1998, and yeah. it was. Bob, it was an amazing, the entire trilogy, the entire yep. Blade trilogy is- 100%. Amazing. I'm, you know, and I'm not trying to respect, respect to the dead, but like there's Chadwick Bosman and then there's Marshall Ali. There's Scarlett Johansson, there's <laughs> Angelina Jolie. Like I love them all, I, I love them all, but it's just like- It's a different <laughs> tier. It's, it's, a, different it's tier. a whole different, like, like okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I think they could have at least put him in costume and just oh, get oh, in costume or Give show up, show the face, like just yeah, the eyes or something. Right, or the glasses. Yeah, the, just, gl yeah, the glasses would right. be enough. The glasses yeah. would be enough. You could right. tell. Motherfuckers on the desk, just sitting there, just like right, anything. right. Like, just that, that, that would have been great. 
Oh my god. That was a miss. Me to oh think. man, that's the worst part of the movie. <laughs> is Harrington going to appear in Blade? Yes, 100%. Is that what I that means? Yeah. Yes. Wait, wait, do, uh, do we know who Kit Harrington's character is? Yes. Do we know? Dean okay. Whiteman? Yeah, you're talking He's about Black Knight. Black, <laughs> yeah, Black Knight. Oh no. Is that, is that what you said? No, yeah. I said wait, what? Right, what? No, who? Who's where? Wait, what? Okay, what where, are, where are we? He's Black what? Knight. He's playing yeah, Black, Black Knight. Knight. Yeah. Right. Why? Oh. How? Nope. How? Why is Gamora? <laughs> what? No, there was a leak that recently leaked, and they just showed like all the people who's gonna be in each other's movies. So I, I knew he was coming, but he's about to be in. Um, actually, never mind. I don't want to. No, go ahead. You can. No, yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to get, give out misinformation. That's why. But oh like, my gosh, just it's okay. Just say it. Yeah. D put an asterisk in there. No, I can't remember. But I, I just, oh. I, I, I just saw it like two days ago. But like they just, they, <laughs> there was a leak, and it talked about everybody who's gonna be in everybody's movie. Like what? Like for example, they said one of the things, um, the eternal shit with like the oceans get messed up, and that brings in Namor later. That guy. It that, was Namor. Huh? Uh, Namor. Aquaman of Marvel. Yeah. Who's uh, an asshole? So, a bigger I mean, asshole. There's kind of Aquaman. Huh? He's supposed to be, in, <clears throat> sorry, Black Panther 2. He right? was rumored to be appearing in Black Panther 2, but goodness, oh, wow. Black Panther 2 is all over the place right now. Yeah, right now they shut yeah. down. I think he still yeah. is. I think he still is. But yeah, they're just like, but, okay. yeah. but yeah. Wait, right. is that Namor guy supposed to be evil, good, neutral? He's a gray. Gray. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Technically, he's a mutant too. Mm, okay. Right. <laughs> but yeah, we don't know. Uh, I don't know much about Eros. Um, but if he's Thanos's brother, which is what he is, I know he's the opposite of Thanos. He's not crazy. I, he's not crazy. I don't know. I don't know if, the, if that if he's not a villain or not. But I know what personality wise, he's not as sadistic. He's but they don't look alike either. So, like, how are we supposed to know they're supposed to be brothers? Like, there's no similarity. We'll, we'll get some. We'll get some more story bits. There must be some uh, weird uh, genealogy stuff. That goes on. They did say he wasn't eternal, right? In the, yeah, he is. So is so is um. So is um, Thanos. Thanos is an eternal. Yes, but looked, but then it begs the question: If he's an eternal, then that means deviants were in some way involved in Endgame. So why didn't the Eternals come in and help? Thanos is not a deviant. That is true. He has a deviant gene, though. He has a deviant gene. Ooh, ooh. Wait, does he? No, he's purple because of his deviant gene. I read oh, it this morning. Right. I actually read it this morning, which is really funny. But yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, that's okay. Why he has a deviant gene. They're both Eternals, but he has a he's a different color because of his. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just don't know what to expect from Harry Styles. I mean, I guess it's cool. He's I'm gonna talk it's crap. cool. It's fine. Because he might he might do a great job. I think what happened is when I saw him, I got that same effect I got from Ed Sheeran in Game of Thrones. Like cringe. oh the, yeah, cringe. Oh, yeah, it's not yeah. that bad. No, when they were sitting, sitting around the fire yeah. and he started singing. Yeah, I liked Ed Sheeran in Game of Thrones. I stand by that kid. I did too, but I'm just saying it's still it's still the truth of the matter is I it's true. I did enjoy it too, but it just it did take me out the moment. I did go say that's not a guy saying. I was like, hey, that's Ed Sheeran, and so I was same thing. I was like, that's Harry Styles. 
Okay. I will say it was spoiled for me, and I'm so upset. Oh no! Yeah, it was spoiled for me like a couple weeks ago. That, yeah, that actually, that happening. came out. It did come out. Yes, uh, a journalist. Because I yeah. knew it too. I knew it was coming. Wow. We cannot have this. Fire him. Okay. Or her. Wow. You that's know, crazy. this is the end credit scenes are important and sacred. Y'all can't just be dropping that hairstyle. It's going to be the movie. <laughs> and so it did come out and I was really disappointed because I knew it was happening. And I felt like like the people that didn't know, like there are people like, ooh. <laughs> like, right. Oh shit, right. that's Harry Styles. There were I some wanted to be, behind I wanted me. To be that way. There were some girls behind me fangirling for Harry Styles. Yes. I yeah. wanted to be one of those girls. <laughs> Damn. I was so upset. I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> Seeing him again. Now you'll get to see him in full. Yeah. See more of him. You know? You know? See more of him. I, I, yeah. He'll be doing yeah. some cool stuff. And yeah, I don't, I don't know what, I mean, what, they're looking for other Eternals now to uh, give like, them free will. If, or at least tell them what's tell going them. on so right. they can choose for themselves. And uh, what now? The Eternals, what? They stopped the Celestial, so... Well, they, they paused them. Well, I yeah. guess they, they kind they of stopped the birth. They stopped one. They stopped uh, one. Which I, I like I like kind of like the landmark that it left on it's Earth. Gonna, like it's the, a the freaking hand. giant hand, right? I, and and you a see hand. the head? Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that because I know I know I know they're gonna use that as a landmark in future. Uh, Someone so. climbing up, off climbing up and jumping off into the ocean. Right? They might have an amusement yes. park there. Just watch. It's an amusement park. The roller coaster goes like intertwined between the fingers. I'm calling right. it out. Um, but um, yeah, the I mean the celestial. Um, what was the main Arashem? Arashem. Arashem. He he came in. At the end, he's like, I'm going to judge humanity, but I'm dealing with you three bastards first. <laughs> and he takes Kingo, Cersei, and um, Sprite, right? Faistos. Oh, Faistos. Oh, wait. Because oh, Sprite, okay. is, Sprite, Sprite is not an eternal anymore. That's she right. gets to grow up and have a life. Ooh. Ooh. Which makes sense because they need a reason for her to reappear in future movies because they can't keep having her the same age for 10 years. So. But she doesn't need to come back. I don't think she even has powers anymore. Well, she will be back. They just said she's not an Eternal anymore. Yeah, but Maybe she will she be back. Powers. She yeah. don't need to come back. Grow mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't want Sprite back. I didn't like her. up, <laughs> little girl. Have fun. She gets to live the life Edward Cullen could never. So her and Edward Cullen oh had the same dilemma. He had to keep repeating high school. She had to keep repeating elementary. It sucks to suck. Ridiculous. <laughs> I'm being it's like middle school. You know. Fine, <laughs> middle middle school. school. The worst years for a lot of people. That is true. <laughs> it's pretty horrific. Uh, but will but... the will the Eternals now get to interfere? Right? Is that the thing moving forward? At least think. on Earth, can they help? I, I think they would help because they already. They, they basically bit the hand that f that fed them, like, you know, yeah. the Celestials. So they kind of don't really care about, you know, their orders or their their creeds. So I think now we'll see more eternal action. Like, we'll see them. I, I, I'm even expecting them to be in Guardians of the Galaxy at this point, because I, I, I could see them crossing mm. paths in some way. Yeah, um, they're very, uh, you know, the space aspect. Space. So it makes more sense that they interact with, like, the Guardians or Thor. I mean, Kingo said... Right. Thor used to chase him around. Did y'all hear that? 
I did. Yeah. I, oh, I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It was a little line that he mentioned where he said, um, uh, yeah, Thor used to you know, chase me around and he looked up to me. Now he's the God of Thunder. <laughs> right. Right. I like we, that. They got the Asgard or what they were doing on Asgard. I guess right. they got it. But whatever. I mean, you're on for 7000 years. Like you, you're going to get around. You're going to get around. Right. Right. But um. All right, I think it's time we just go ahead and give our final ratings on this film. Uh, I'll step up to the plate. It's a C. It's a C. It's a it's a it's a low C. It's not a D. It's a C. Um, Fix up the pacing, and the more we talked about it, I think yes, this series would have worked great as this movie would have worked great as a series. Um, You can still give it this time and have these same actors. But yeah, I think it would have been better as a series. Just flesh out some stuff and you're not you're not having to meet that runtime problem, you know? You can, you know, take your time. I felt that and whatnot. Time. I felt the time the whole time. I was like, man, this is dragging. So I think I would have appreciated it as a series more. Uh I would have liked to see Salma Hayek more too. Uh and oh, yeah, yeah, Cersei, she was cool, but I don't, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a C film for me. I want more, but uh, y'all did make me give it a C. I was leaning towards a D earlier, so. Right. No, my, mine's kind of in the same ballpark. Even when I start before we started, it, it kind of <laughs> nothing's changed. <laughs> my oh. Nothing's changed. I mean, no, it's still it's okay. Okay, uh, it's it's literally a low C. It, it, it's a low C for me. Um, I, I I cannot give it that D rank just because I it it did stuff that I did like, and the movies in my D category, at least on my tier list, like there was a lot of bad things in those in those films. I I, I just can't I cannot in good conscience put it in in the same category as those. Um, most of the films that I would consider C rank, they're like you know the typical Marvel formula type of films, like your subpar movies that just kind of go with the flow and they don't really say or do anything i feel like this movie's in c tier not because it follows the marvel formula but because it introduces new ideas that that marvel i think needs to tackle and in new and interesting ways but the execution i just didn't buy how some of these were executed so it puts it that low in in the generic marvel c tier range where it's not generic like those other movies but they needed to do better with this. I would have preferred it as a series, like Dr. Rika mentioned earlier. Um, and uh, yeah, underutilized actors and actresses like Angelina Jolie and, and Ajax. Like, I love seeing those those women in their roles in other movies, but you have these ZTS tier uh, actresses. You don't have them do anything, but... Whatever. Thina didn't have to do much. She's still cool. She didn't have to do much. Okay, okay. Here's the thing with, with Thina. I liked when she was on screen and what she did. I wish there was more. I just right. I just want yeah. I just want a little bit more. Right. And I would have been fine. But uh but then Ajax was just a, a disservice. She was Ajax was she was deserved, right. Right. And I I cannot stand by that. So it's it's definitely a C for me. Low C's. Um, teetering on D, but it's not a D film. Um, yeah, that's that's where I stand on on Marvel's The Eternals. 
I guess I can go. Um, initially, I wanted it. I said it was a B when I was talking to Dr. Chase yesterday. But after thinking about it and sleeping, um, the movie was not as good. It wasn't as bad as Captain America, but <laughs> it's a solid C. So, yes, it's a solid This slander, man. You got right. to stop. Dude, you do have to mud. stop. I'm not going to stop every single day. Y'all going to convert and agree with me on one point or another. Captain Never. America is an F movie. But this movie was a solid C. Uh, let's not bother with other garbages. But yeah, it was a decent movie. It wasn't amazing. Maybe in the future, when we rewatch the movie, we might notice stuff that we didn't realize the first time, especially at the movie theater. There are probably little things that we didn't notice in the background, which... Mm-hmm. Yeah. That happened with me with the previous with the previous of uh, Marvel movies. When we watched them, I noticed little things I didn't notice the first time. So the rating might go up in the future, but for now it's just a solid C. The it was a fun watch. Lower. Yeah, no, yeah. let's stop there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun watch, but it was a little bit too long at time. And yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I'll let you close off. Kind of. You gonna say something great? Um. Um. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Sorry for calling me. Oh my Sorry. god. How embarrassing. Oh um, <laughs> I um like I said, I give it a solid 75. I get it a 75. It was it's That's a, a C. C. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um just making sure. Um I don't think anything could be worse than the door films. And so I I I I I yeah, I enjoyed it. I don't know. Everybody said it the pacing and they they were bored, but like I was awake and conscious the whole movie. I like the visuals. There were some great visuals in there. Like even just looking at the, the Celestials, I was like, "Wow, hmm." Like the eyes, and he was very like it was. It was very. I thought it was a very nice looking movie. Um, I loved the different diaspora of people. Um, Angelina Jolie just a, such a fucking star. Like she's a star. Like she could just sit there and eat an apple on screen, and I'm just like, hmm. You just amazing. How do you eat the apple like that? Like just everything. Like I'll tell you, and, and, and it was weird because you know she's a leading lady, so it, it was already weird the whole time. I was like, I'm looking at her as a side character right now, and it's just hard to accept. It's really hard to every time she's on screen, like I want, more, like I'm thirsting for more Angelina Jolie in every part of this. Like it's just, I'm so grateful. The whole movie, I, I, it's not really about her, but like the whole movie, I was like, please don't kill her, please don't kill her, because I want to see her interact with Scarlet when she comes back. I want to see her interact with Wanda. I want to see her interact with like, like, is, is she not arguably the biggest star in this whole franchise? Um, mm, yeah, I mean, she'd be up there. Yeah, she's definitely yeah. up there. Like right. when they bagged her, they, you know, that was, that was oh, huge. There's, there's Matt Damon as a uh, stage Loki, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he will be back in <laughs> yeah. four four. He's gonna- he will be back. Um, yeah, I loved it. And I'd say the plus side about them killing people off, maybe now that the cast is smaller, they'll get more of that intimate time. And then we just got to grow with them from this point on. Or I think, like you said, a series would have been best. Mm. You know, just, you know, just a day to flesh out everybody. Like, we really don't really, we really don't really know who these people are for real, or what, what drives them to go through, you know, their day-to-day process and stuff like that. But luckily for them, Eternals is so new and, you know, and fresh to a lot of people, they they still have a lot of time to create. I mean, to fix a lot of mistakes that they've made in this movie. Like there's time, there's a lot of time to grow with this series. And I, I, I'm they did enough for me where I excited. I enjoyed the movie. It was good enough for me. 
Uh, maybe I need to watch it again in my household. You know, it was at the movies and, you know, I took a shot or two before I went to the movies. But like, you know, maybe, I, but I enjoyed it. That's all, I enjoyed it. It was a good watch, no complaints. They messed up with that Marshall Ali thing. I, I don't like that. that. That's really messed up. But you should have left the theater screaming. But uh, you didn't. I, I enjoyed it. Nothing's worse than Thor. <laughs> okay. And, and, and actually, speaking on characters that died, we might see them come back to some capacity because they have the memories in the in the celestial chamber, wherever that That's is. Right. Yeah. So we might see Gilgamesh again. We might see justice for Ajax. We might see something. You never know. But. Oh, oh, one more thing. Layoff Sprite. Sprite wasn't really that bad. Like, nope, not that. Nope. Bad. Let's Terrible. just move on. I wish we could figure out why she was in a kid's body. Like, what was the purpose of that? But, eh, yeah. yeah. And I, y'all don't want her to come back. I hope she comes back later. I did. Maybe she's grown. Years have passed. She's grown up. And she's a better character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I would like to see her come back <laughs> in that okay. capacity. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I have anything novel to add. I agree about the C range, I think. When I usually rate films out of five, I was like at a two and a half, three. Not because like I disliked it, but because I felt things just the way it was executed left me kind of wanting something different. Mm -hmm. So I genuinely like enjoyed it. Like I sat there and there were characters I liked and interactions I liked and fight scenes, etc. I think a lot of it intrigued me. Um, and I think I said this to y'all in the chat, even before the movie came out, that I was pretty open to risk-taking, even if it didn't quite work out in that way. And I feel the same, like, I'd rather you try that they tried something different and it's a miss, so they know to do something a little, you know, let's tweak it in the future, rather than keep coming out the same exact thing over and over again. Like, I'd watch it regardless, because I am a Marvel fan, but... It, it keeps me kind of on my toes as far as like, okay, they are trying something different. They're trying to to mold, you know, where the series goes in the future in a different way. So I can appreciate that and appreciate the craft and, and what it looks like and all the hard work that went into it. I certainly think that there were just things left hanging that I wanted more from that. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm keep plugging the series that I feel like, you know, a, a longer time with these characters could have allowed us uh, to have some of that. So yeah, I think C, C range feels like it, it matches with me. So, but what I will say is I hope Marvel doesn't take this as like a, like, let's not try cool or different things in the future. Like, I think it's projected to be like 69.5 or 70 million for the weekend. Um, and so I, I just hope that they they don't, as far as like the critics reviews and all that, like they, they're like, okay, let's go back to like what we were doing initially. No, like keep trying new things. I think we saw with WandaVision, with Loki, um, with even Falcon Winter Soldier, what if we had, all of us I think had our issues with some of those, but we're also very much intrigued by just attempts to do something a little bit different. Um, yeah, so that's how I feel. I think Marvel should definitely keep pushing the envelope and bringing these directors who can give a different eye to what they've been doing. And we'll they'll get hits or they'll get misses. But I would love to see Chloe Zhao come back and do like an Eternals too. Build off of what she didn't get right and fix it up. But she, I think she did a good job in overall direction. I think choices are questionable. 
But Marvel, yes, Marvel should not look at this and be like, let's go back to what we were doing before. We don't want stagnation. We want originality and we want creativity. And that's why we're here. That's why we come. And again, y'all got so much more, so much money. You're allowed to make mistakes, you know, <laughs> be this risky. $200 million budget. That's a lot of money. That's a big budget film. So even if they don't make it back, the next five films will make it back in tenfold. You know, you have the money to make mistakes. So do it. You can. And Spider-Man's next too. That's about to make a lot of money. That's the that movie might be the highest grossing movie of all time. If the things that we think are going to happen in that movie happen, like for real, for real, that movie, that movie's about to make dumb money. Like, (laughs) yeah, there's no thick money. Yeah. Right. Right. So I do need to go rewatch this movie. Yeah. I'll probably watch it at my home. Maybe I'll, like it better who knows i'm sure we might all like it better too maybe they'll listen to our podcast and hear how this would be better as a series don't do eternals too do eternals the series disney plus put that money uh you know all those disney plus shows got the money of a movie budget so just do the same and make it a series easy marvel i hope you're listening but i think that wraps up our discussion here at the table Thank you all for coming. Tevin the Fifth, Dr. Rika, Toasty, and as always, Dr. Jace and myself. Y'all go watch this movie. If you're a Marvel fan, you got to give it time. We stand Thena, and that's the only one you really need to come see. Uh, and there's a lot to be waiting for more in the future. So here at the table, I'm Grandmaster Hoop. Everybody else, take care. <laughs>